Hey you, I've got a message for all women today. Are you a woman who's been struggling with not feeling seen, not feeling heard? You've been wanting and looking for a specific, supportive, positive community, but just have not been able to find one. Maybe you're the strong friend for your friends, but where do you go when you need some support? Maybe you've been wanting to be a part of a community where you can relate to other women. Maybe you just need some education or tips on wellness, all things women's issues, how to take care of yourselves, how to function and thrive in relationships, how to function depending on the season that you're in. Well, I have great news for you. I have collaborated with a therapist friend of mine, and we, Ladies Connect, present to you Ladies Lounge. We're so excited. Our first virtual event is scheduled for January 31st at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And there we will talk about our plan and how we hope to support you. But I need one favor from you. You've got to register. Visit www.ladieswhoconnect.com. Again, www.ladieswhoconnect.com. We've got to see you there. And we cannot wait to be able to position ourselves to serve you. Tell your sister and your friends. All right. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower to Empower You podcast. I am your host, Be Wendy Bob. I'm so excited to have you here today. If you, if this is your first time joining the podcast, you are in for a treat. As I always say, Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, mental health, or anything to help you be the best version of yourself, anything. And if you haven't, I really encourage you to go back and listen to episode 54. I had a guest, Miss Teresa Cooper, who talked about trusting God at overwhelming times, episode number 53. I had a guest, Miss LaBrenda Thomas, who talked about obedience. So super, super good. And you have a lot of catching up to do, I tell you. So welcome to episode number 55, y'all. I have another amazing guest, Miss Tarikia Nicole. She is the owner of Don't Make Me Vegan LLC. Despite the name of her, despite the name of her rapidly growing food business, uh, she has maintained a vegan lifestyle for three years. Tabikia has seen the benefits of plant-based eating as well as removing animal products from your diet once a day. In essence, she doesn't want to make you vegan, but she wants to introduce you to flavorful, convenient, and yummy vegan eating to help achieve overall wellness in a little over a year. Tariki has been able to introduce plant-based meals to several homes in Memphis, Tennessee, and surrounding areas. She has provided consultations for individuals and families who prefer to cook at home but don't know where to start. She is a mom to seven-year-old, going on 17, Josiah. Together, they enjoy creating meals and sweet vegan treats and learning which of Josiah's favorite celebrities maintain a plant-based lifestyle. Hey, girl. Hey, I love (laughs) that. (laughs) Listen, I am so excited that you're here today. So I was trying to think when exactly did we meet? I know we met through you villages, the famous you villages. And for anybody who lives in Tennessee or Memphis, you know you villages. 
Yes, I don't. So I was trying to think of that myself. I was like, I feel like I've known B forever. Yeah. But I don't remember where we actually, like, what the situation was. So I just know we met and we've bonded over food or (laughs) getting healthier um, (laughs) in some way or another. Yes. Yes. Well, I am so glad. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Your podcast is going to be listened to by many people all over the United States and outside of the United States, Canada, Sweden, Switzerland, etc. So y'all, y'all are in for a treat and don't forget to rate and review the podcast. So tell us, tell us, how did you come up with the name? Don't make me vegan. I just love that. (laughs) So it's crazy. Um, I actually was at work and we were talking it out um, and I was explaining it to somebody and um, I was like, you know, the purpose is not really wanting to make people vegan, but ultimately to let others know that they can eat plant-based meals or substitute at least one meal a day and reap the benefits of, you know, adding more plant-based meals um, into their diet. So my goal isn't to necessarily make you vegan. It's just to make you a little bit more aware. And um, I get a lot, like I hear so many people say, vegan food is nasty or it is not flavorful. And I'm like, well, you've not had mine. because Absolutely, they have all the I have. That's just ultimately what I, that's how the name came. And we, we were talking it out and she said, yeah, right. Cause you don't want to make people vegan. And I was like, yeah, don't make me vegan. Yes. Don't make me vegan. Mm-hmm. So literally just a part of uh, the conversation and talking it out. Cause sometimes you just have to talk it out to, yeah. to, to figure it out. And that's, that's how I came up with the name. I love it. So when you started Don't Make Me Vegan, were you already vegan or did you decide to go to adopt the vegan lifestyle after you came up with the business name? No. So I've been vegan for three years. I feel like it's been a little bit longer than that, but um, I'm so spontaneous when it comes to um, how I eat and what I do. And literally um, one day I woke up and I was like, hmm, I think I'm gonna stop eating meat. And I knew Josiah's birthday was coming up and I was like, well, I can't stop eating meat at like today because his party (laughs) is like in a couple of days. So his party was like on a Saturday. And of course, because everything starts on a Monday, Mm -hmm. that Sunday I went to a taco truck and I went to work on that taco truck. Mm. It was everything. And then the next day, day. Because you knew it was your last day eating Yes, it. because I knew it was my <laughs> last day. <laughs> so I went to work on that taco truck. And then the next day I stopped eating meat. Um, and that was, this had to have been like in 2015 mm-hmm. is when I transitioned to vegetarian. Um, and then I think I want to say 2017, Mm-hmm. Um, we found out Josiah had a dairy allergy. And at this point I had done so much research and had started cutting milk out. So we had already switched to almond milk. Mm-hmm. Um, I had cut eggs out already because I'll just leave it at that. I cut eggs out because I researched eggs and I just had no desire to eat them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So the only thing I was holding on to was cheese. And that was like the hardest thing to let go. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. Well, might as well let cheese go overnight like I did everything else. <laughs> um, so yeah, we found out he had a dairy allergy. And literally the next day, um, I started swapping stuff out. That is amazing. So some people, so many people who are who are adopted vegan have so many different reasons as to why. I know that personally, I adopt like, you know, I've tried so many different things over the past years. Okay. I've tried pescatarian. And you know what I learned? When I'm doing something, don't broadcast it because I tried pescatarian. I told the people. Next thing I come back, I, I'm I'm vegan. I told the people. Then I come back and I'm vegetarian. And then one time somebody was like, "Well, B, I thought you were eating edamame and like avocado or something or whatever I was eating." And then when I say told the people, just telling the wrong people, right? Yeah. Because if you change it and you change your mind and then you fall off and then the people are looking at you like, not that it matters, but somebody look. I thought you were doing this. I thought you weren't eating fish. I thought you were eating and the. And then, but but I will say, after learning that lesson, I think one of the reasons that I decided to adopt a plant-based diet was more so for overall health and wellness, um, hormone problems, different things like that. I think last, not last, not I think last May, it was like official. And one of the things that helped me, and I don't know if you ever watched it or ever heard anybody talk about it, was What the Health documentary. That thing changed my whole life mind-blowing okay mind-blowing so you have so tell me about that was that part of your decision at all no I think when if I'm not mistaken what the health um I was already vegan when that when they mm-hmm. uh when that aired or when people started talking about that or whatever mm-hmm. um I, there aren't many documentaries that I have not seen okay um what the health game changers game changers is the one um, that actually helps me kind of talk to Josiah, hmm. um, you know, about all the things. Cause he's like, Oh, I gotta get abs. Like I gotta have, ab-. and I'm like, little boy, please just set it, set down somewhere. at <laughs> seven. <laughs> yes. Seven. He told me the other day, he said, um, mama, thank you so much for making me eat my vegetables. I'm not even sucking my stomach in and look, you see my abs. I know you see it. What? Wow. Um, yes, I can't make this stuff up. He spends the majority of his time in my mirror looking at his abs. Because oh you know God. he wants to be a wrestler. So we're into WWE right now. Oh my and God. he wants to be a wrestler. So um, he thinks you got to have protein because, of course, everybody has a question about vegans, vegetarians, and protein. Mm-hmm. um so he's like well I gotta get my protein because of course some adult told him about protein mm-hmm. um so we're you know going through all this so he equates protein to strong muscles so I gotta eat meat I gotta eat the chicken I gotta eat whatever so he can have strong muscles mm-hmm. so I started looking up different uh wrestlers that are um vegan or live a plant you know have adopted a plant-based lifestyle mm-hmm. um so we go through like all of that and he's like what so they got all those muscles in there so game changers is 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 that documentary that's like yes you can still build muscle you can still work out like crazy mm-hmm. you can be bodybuilders or whatever any kind of athlete mm-hmm. and still be vegan 
I'm going to watch that. I have never heard of Game Changers. Wow. It's a good stuff in that one. Okay. So what what was your your ve- your vegan lifestyle? What has what has that been like for you? It sounds like you you went cold turkey initially, but eventually you just kind of gave up some things. What was that like for you? And also what were some benefits that you noticed along the way? Um, it has been a challenge. I will say that. Um and more so of a challenge because I went into it uneducated. Mm, okay. So I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I can do this if I set my mind to it mm-hmm. and I'm not failing. So me in the beginning, um, I was also like what you just said. You know, you say something to people and then they're like, wait, but I thought you said. Yeah. And so then I like to tell people, baby, I don't conform to your labels. I do what I want. Absolutely. However, mm-hmm. Because I jumped into it, um, I kind of went backwards because I took all of these things out of my diet, but I wasn't effectively replacing them. So, of course, the first couple of weeks, I was like, okay, yes, I done lost weight. Like, let's ke- I can do this. Let's keep this up. But then I started to notice I was tired, but I'm like, I shouldn't be tired because I read that you get more energy. So what is it that I'm doing? Mm -hmm. So I kind of went backwards. Um, So I jumped into it and then I started researching it. And honestly, initially I decided to transition to vegetarian so that I could lose weight. That's what I wanted to do. Um, But of course, since I was uneducated, it didn't happen that way. Um, But for me, um, I've always tried to be a good steward of my finances or at least learn, you know, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing so, I noticed like I had more money and I was like, where is this extra money coming from? Mm-hmm. How do I have more money? So when I started digging and digging, I realized I had more money because I wasn't spending all this money on medicines every month. So I've struggled with asthma and allergies like my entire life. Like um, there were times where I was taking um, three different doses of allergy shots three times a week, like three shots in each arm three times a week. In addition to the Flonases and the Zyrtex and uh, the steroids and the Z-Packs and all these medicines Mm-hmm. Um, because I would get sick all the time, seasonal allergies. Like I struggled with that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had extra money because I wasn't needing to replace these medicines so often because I didn't need them. Wow. Wait a second. You did not need them because you did not have any flare ups with the asthma mm-hmm. or the allergies. And this started happening when you adopted the plant-based lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing. So I, so I noticed, and the one thing that I can think of off the top of my head, um, for a long time, I had been allergic to bananas. Mm -hmm. Well, bananas, um, grow sometimes in areas where there's ragweed. So I had a ragweed allergy. So here I am ingesting bananas that are grown around one of my allergens. So I was getting sicker because I, like I kept eating them. Mm-hmm. Um, then eventually cut that out. But literally after I basically detoxed and cleansed all of the animal products and byproducts out of my body, 
I started to realize I was better able to tolerate some of those things that I had been allergic to this whole time. So now I keep bananas <laughs> because I can eat them now and they don't bother me. You know, so, I just love all things health and wellness. This is amazing. And again, I'm not, I'm no doctor. So course, I can't say, yeah. hey, if you transition to a plant-based lifestyle or a vegan lifestyle, then all of your ailments will go away. I can't say that. I can only say what has happened for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I can always tell, let's say if I go out to eat somewhere and I'm like, hey, like, is this vegan or blah, 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 like what's in it? And they're like, oh no, like, no, this, no, that, no, this or whatever. And then I order it. I can always tell what was in it, mm -hmm. whether it's dairy or some sort of other animal byproduct. Cause I can tell how my body now reacts to it. So I'm like, hmm, yeah, they said there was no dairy in that. Definitely was dairy in that. Don't know which one, but it's definitely in there. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. I just love this. And, and yes, you are correctly, you are correct. This, this podcast is not, we're not trying to give medical advice, but the research shows plant-based diets are definitely connected to a lot of health and wellness, right? So a lot, so a lot of foods produce mucus. So mm -hmm. mucus forming foods are anything like those meats, the flour, the, the sweets, the, you know, the dairy. And so a lot of those foods are, I, I've even, I've even read something that America is like, I, I may be wrong, but like more than 75% Americans are more than 75% lactose intolerant, but yet they are, con then they're consuming milk. And yes. so that's a whole nother, yeah, that's a whole, yeah, we can, we're not even going to get into that. Yeah. But I'm so glad. And there, are, yes, I, even the what the hell, I mean, you've seen it too. A lot of the people, I've even had clients who because of fibromyalgia or they, because they had different issues in their body, when they adopted a plant-based diet, they no longer had those issues. And you're right, everybody's different, but that's how we were. That's, what, that's how we, the plan was for us to eat healthy from the beginning, right? <laughs> and I, even, I jokingly tell people, Jesus put Adam and Eve in a garden. Mm -hmm. He didn't put them on the farm. Mm -hmm. And he told them to eat from the trees. Right. I don't know any animals that grow on trees. I don't either. So like, I like to joke and say that, you know, but. I don't either. Wow. Well, I, I love to hear your, your, your story and, and what a beautiful testimony that you no longer struggle with asthma or the flare-ups with anxiety. Cause I used to remember you saying, oh my gosh, be like, you know, my anxiety or my, you know, my asthma or this. And, and, and just to hear you say you saved money from medicines because you adopted this plant-based diet. That is an amazing testimonial for sure. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. What about your son? So, so right now, um, he's he he has this dairy, um, allergy. But what is it like for him? I mean, I know he's seven, right? So, what's what's the challenge with him, or what's working well, and what's the, what are the challenges? <laughs> Josiah is the first to let you know he is not vegan, <laughs> <laughs> and he says oh, yeah. it proudly. Yeah. Um, the biggest challenge with us is the fact that um, his dad and I aren't together. Mm -hmm. So I can't really control what he eats when he's at his dad's house. So it will be hard to enforce a vegan lifestyle for him because, yeah. you know, that's that's out of my control. Sure, sure. Um, 
However, Josiah is very much aware mm-hmm. that although I will allow him to eat meat or whatever he chooses, mm-hmm. but I'm not cooking it in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, he has persuaded me into allowing him to eat eggs in the house. So I did, um, I do buy eggs and I will make those for him. Um, but I feel like I was old enough to make the choice to decide what I wanted to eat. Yeah. So it would be different if when he was born, you know, I had already transitioned over and that would just be what he's used to. But by the time I made the transition, he was old enough to articulate the things that he likes to eat. Yeah. Um, And I feel like he's old enough to make the choice. I do educate him. Um, Because he loves bacon. Josiah loves bacon. I have a video somewhere um, of me picking him up after I returned from a mission trip. I had been gone like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, I took him to IHOP. Mm -hmm. And he, like when the bacon came to the table, he just did this whole like bacon dance. And he was like, I got bacon. I got bacon. (laughs) And like, he was super excited, like super hyped about bacon. Like the little boy loves bacon. Um, But he asked me the question one day, he was like, mom, why don't you eat bacon? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, Josiah, do you really want me to answer that question? Honestly, like, are you sure you're ready for my honest answer as to why I don't eat bacon? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I think so. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Mm ma'am. So I I told him, like I explained it and he was like, why didn't you tell me that? I said, I've been telling you this. Mm -hmm. I said, but now you're just asking why. Yeah. So I'm telling you why now, but I've always told you that, you know, bacon wasn't good for you. Mm -hmm. And he, he said, mama, he said, I understand that. He said, but I like bacon. He said, I won't eat it as much, but mm-hmm. I'm not ready to stop right now. At seven years old. At he seven, he was actually, I think he was five or six at that point. Oh, wow. And he doesn't, since then, he has not asked for it. Um, he still asks for it. He'll say, you know, can I have some bacon every now and then? Um, but he definitely does not ask for it nearly as much as he used to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, have you explored the other, I don't know if you follow, I'm sure you do. You follow Tabitha Brown and, yes. uh, and oh my gosh, and you see all of her different ways of cooking. She cooks everything. Anything can be done vegan, right? Have you explored any of the other types of vegan that's not made uh, from animal fat? Um, so like, you are you talking about some of her recipes? Bacon. Yeah. So yes, uh-huh. she did a carrot bacon. And we tried it. Josiah was not sold. (laughs) I was curious about that. Yeah. He said, hmm, not bad, but it don't taste like my bacon. (laughs) (laughs) I was curious about that. Wow. His, and I I like the fact that even at seven, he's very opinionated Mm -hmm. and he's open to trying things. He'll try it one time. Right. And he may even reconsider later down the line and try it again, mm-hmm. but he'll at least try it before he says, I, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at this point, are you all the way committed into your lifestyle? 
Like if somebody said, hey, T, you know, eat this jerk chicken with me. We go into this Jamaican restaurant, mile, you know, there's going to be some jerk chicken. Like would, how committed are you today? Would you bend? I am big on experience. In the world now. <laughs> I am really big on experiences. Okay. Um, jerk chicken, that specific example, no. I've already had authentic jerk chicken. Okay. So I know what that tastes like. Mm -hmm. So probably wouldn't bend on that. Um, the one thing, what I do tell people is, yes, I'm vegan but there's a whole lot more to that so being vegan is more than just what you eat it's literally the lifestyle so being mindful of the products that you use that are tested on animals um being mindful of like the clothes that you wear it goes beyond just what you eat um so i can't say that i'm 100 vegan um because there are products um, that I have not found replacements for just yet um, mm -hmm. that I still use that are possibly still tested on animals, but I'm going through the process of um, switching out. Like I've already transitioned like, you know, toiletries and, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm mindful of basically everything, actually everything that I use that's in the restroom right now mm -hmm. is all... Uh, uh, cruelty-free products and things like that. Um, I'm not sure about all the clothes and things, but aside from that, I am making strides to be 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Um, I have told people, though, because I've never been to Philly, and I have told people, Philadelphia, okay. that if I'm ever in Philadelphia, I am going to try an authentic Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> okay um because i just want that experience i have i've heard literally for so long so many people talking about that and i'm like hmm i don't know now i don't know what that'll be like when i'm actually there because i'll probably change my mind because right. sometimes it's not even worth it mm -hmm. but um so 100 to answer your question 100 percent no mm -hmm. because of the lifestyle yeah but when it comes to the foods that I eat, yes. Okay, okay. And see, for like personally, I, you, you're right. I would never tell anybody I'm vegan. I will say, if you ask me, I adopted a plant-based lifestyle. That yes. that is it. I don't I don't claim veganism because you are exactly right. They don't eat the true vegans. They don't eat honey. You know, they don't wear wool, anything from a plant from an animal. So uh, that's yeah, plant-based. Hashtag plant-based lifestyle. <laughs> so can you tell us, has faith played a role in you stepping out and saying, this is something that I have to offer? So I took, now I'm taking something that's a, my personal story and I'm going to launch a business and help and, and serve people through my talent and gift. How has faith played a, a role in that for you? Yes, so... Um... I am, I would not consider myself a risk taker. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I always think about um, the people that are like, oh yeah, I'm ride or die. And I'm like, wait, where, where am I riding to? Like, why do I have to die? <laughs> like, so that's me in all things. Like, wait, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. 
Right. So I wouldn't really say that I'm a risk taker. Like I calculate all the possible, you know, all the possibilities. Mm-hmm. So um, I realized in Memphis is really challenging to be a social vegan, like I like to say. And those are the people that like hang out, do happy hours or brunch and all that, because we don't have that many restaurants here. Mm-hmm. So me, on the other hand, I'm like, well, I'm the only vegan in my family. Mm-hmm. So when I go to family gatherings and get togethers and all that, ain't nobody cooking food for me. Right. Like they like, oh, you better bring your own stuff. So because of that, I knew in order for me to be able to eat that I was going to have to cook and I get bored. So I am no longer the person that can eat the exact same thing every day. Like I need a variety. Like can I turn this into a taco? If I can't turn it into a taco, then I probably don't want to eat it. Mm. So that's kind of like, I need to experiment. I need something different. So in doing that, I started looking at all the different vegan influencers. What are they eating? What are some things that they're making? And that was just overwhelming. I was like, I don't want to eat that every day. Like I'm, I'll be bored. So I started to recreate vegan versions of the stuff that I grew up eating. Mm. Um, and when I started to do that, I started posting it cause I started to shock myself with some of the stuff that I was making mm. and I started posting it and people were like, wait, that's vegan. Oh, wait, you mean this, this is, this is vegan. Cause this don't taste like it's vegan. Mm. So literally that whole transition. So when it came to, um, uh, coming up with the fundraiser for a mission trip, one of my friends was like, you should do meal prep and I was like people don't people don't want to do vegan meal like we in the south who trying to do some vegan meal prep mm-hmm. she said well worst case scenario if it doesn't work you find another fundraiser mm-hmm. said okay so started playing around with it started telling a couple of people um then I had people that were like yeah you know we'll support you for a fundraiser because you know everybody wants to support a fundraiser for mission trips yeah um so we go into this and like people like I had people come and I had a friend that was like hey like you know this was my diagnosis mm-hmm. um I know I need to kind of pay a little bit more attention to what I'm doing or what I'm eating so can you help me mm-hmm. so as more and more people were like hey can you help me can you help me can you help me I started praying I was like okay God hmm this was never a dream of mine. <laughs> right. So I, you, you tell me, let me know. So if this is something you want me to move forward with, tell me. Mm-hmm. So during one of our 21 uh, days of prayer and fasting at church, that was the one thing I prayed about. Mm-hmm. If this is what you want me to do, you got to tell me. And I tell God all the time, look, you got to make it clear. Mm-hmm. Because if I can find a way to question it, I am. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. make it clear, like put a period there. So there's no other way for me to say, okay, God, are you sure? Right. right. Um, so I asked the question and I would have to flip back through my journal because I don't remember specifically what the verse was that he gave me. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that verse, I was like, well, okay, then I guess we doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. So mm-hmm. the next prayer was, so now that you're giving me the yes, what is this name going to be? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Tariki is hard. Like, I like that. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, but how can I get away from my name? Like how, like how can I move away from my name? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately it, it's, it's my heart to have people, especially people in the black community to know you don't have to give up those things that you love, mm-hmm. but if you just substitute one meal a day, mm-hmm. just one, mm-hmm. you can reap the benefits uh, or the health benefits of eating more plant-based foods and eliminating some of the animal products out of your diet. Mm-hmm. Now, once you recognize those benefits, if you want to transition into a plant-based diet, as you know, like Auntie Tab say, that's your business. It's your business. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but that's really that's truly been my heart like that is what I want Mm -hmm. like you don't ever have to be vegan Mm -hmm. but just know that you have other options versus taking a whole bunch of medicines or even explore other options versus you know all these different diagnoses and all these different medicines and all these different you know things because we can live long lives with our children too and get to experience what a long fruitful life is yes. like if we just take care of the temple that God gave us. Yes. Um yes. So that's kind of how um like my relationship with God kind of played a role in this. He had to give me the yes. He had to give me the okay. He had to mm-hmm. let me know that it was absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. So when I stumble or when I have you know weeks where nobody orders or I have minimal orders or when it gets rough or when I really don't know which way to go, like I know he's carrying me Mm -hmm. and I know he's with me. So I know all of these falls or all of these mishaps, they're fine because I'm still covered because I'm still operating in God's will versus trying to do something that's completely outside of his will. I love that. I love that. You said a couple of things that I heard you say. I heard what I heard. Number one, you trusted God with what you already had right? A lot of times we're looking for God to give us, we want to do these things. We want to step out on a gift or we want to step out and start a business or do this, but we're looking at everywhere else. But God is like, okay, I give, I gave you everything you need. It's right in front of you. It's in your hands. Use what you have. While you waiting on me to give you a full, you know, everything and go out there, it's right there in front of you. The other thing I heard you say was that the word of God, whatever he told you, that became your anchor. So that when, 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 like you said, when you had minimal orders or when you had some, some days that it it was just like, okay, God, your word said, like you told me, right. You can go back and remind them of God. You said you would never leave me. You said, you said that you would honor me. You said that you would cause all things to work together for my good or whatever that he told you, but we have to have that word. And that word of God keeps us anchored and, and strengthened and in faith. And we have to stay focused on that word, even if it's just that one word, right? I just love, love, love that. That's awesome. Cause it's crazy. Cause you remember when I started, when I finally said, okay, God, we've got to do this. Let's, let's go. Yeah. I, you know, I cut my finger. Yes. I remember that. And I was like, I cut my finger yeah. on my dominant hand. Mm. So how am I going to meal prep any of these people's food? Like, what am I going to do? So literally was going against what the doctor said. He was like, well, you have to let that hand rest. Because I had eight, I think I had eight stitches in my hand, in my finger. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I was discouraged. I was so discouraged. I was like, here I am. God said, go. Did I hear him incorrectly? What is the problem? Because how am I going to do all of this? I had to cut my finger open. (laughs) Like literally have cut my finger open. Could not grip a knife. My uh, physical therapist kept saying, you have to keep this hand, like you have to keep your hand relaxed. Like you can't take this little cast thing I I called it my scoop because that's what it looked like Mm -hmm. he was like you can't take this off and I was like I got orders to prepare I gotta take this off yeah um and I was more when I got that peace and I and I got this overwhelming peace Mm -hmm. that hey I I told you we good like we're good so when I got that peace I was like well if God said I'm covered this probably is dumb of me to do, but I'm about to take this off so I can get these orders done. I'll put it back on later. And I, I'm reminded all the time because I can still feel the scar very well on my finger. I'm like, I remember when I doubted God because I was like, wait, you told me yes, but then I sliced my finger open. So are you sure? And I'm always reminded. Yep. He's absolutely sure because he carried me through that oh I love it I love it I love it wow so is there anything that you didn't know anything that you didn't know before you started the business that you wish you knew um I didn't know anything (laughs) before I started yeah Yeah. anything you would have done differently um no that's awesome that's awesome so yeah how is business today it's actually, it's, it's still mind blowing. Um, it's definitely still mind blowing. Um, I look at my email list Mm -hmm. and I remember when I was texting everybody, like Mm -hmm. it was so easy for me to just shoot out a text message because I didn't have that many people. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, I wouldn't even think Mm. it wouldn't even be an option Mm -hmm. to send out that many text messages. Um, so I'm, always floored when I wake up to several uh, emails that, you know, I have new subscribers to my text link Mm -hmm. or um, I've had new, you know, subscribers to uh, my email list. Mm -hmm. So I'm always floored and I'm always curious as to like how people found out about me um, and the just the reviews blow my mind Mm -hmm. because people are like, well, that tastes really good. And I'm like, I mean, it tastes normal to me. <laughs> it just tastes regular. Yeah. Um, Cause it's stuff that I would have been eating all the time or stuff that I would play with all the time. So it doesn't taste any different than anything else mm-hmm. that I would make for myself or anything else that I would cook for myself. Um, so it's, we're still growing. Um, I got a couple tricks up my sleeve um, for this year that I'm excited to roll out. Hopefully soon. Yes, I'm going um, to ask you. Everything that. falls in place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you. I can't wait. Well, let me just say I love your cooking. I told you before years ago. I said, "Girl, if you can cook a rock, I would eat it." <laughs> I remember Thanks. asking you, "Can I just bring you my food?" Remember that? Can I just bring, can I just do the groceries and you cook for me? <laughs> I'm busy. It's just a struggle. It's a hustle out here in the streets. I don't have time to cook all the time. So I love your cooking. And I will say that I've had some of those beautiful, uh, some of those tasty, flavorful vegan meals. Um, and I love getting my, my paper bag with my meals. And it's so convenient. 
you know, for those of you who have not experienced it and you in the Memphis area, it comes in a nice, you know, tight, tightly covered container. You could put it in the microwave, you can, you know, and then um, she puts the expiration dates on the meals and she personalizes. I just love your heart behind what you do because you personalize the orders, you put the name on, the name is even on the bag. Even if you might throw that bag away, but the name is on the paper bag. And I'm sure that helps you to keep you, you know, knowing whose orders are those too. But that means a lot. You know, that means a lot when you put the names on the bags for sure. So I love, 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 and I'm so excited for you. Thank yes. you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. What are your favorite, just a few more questions. What are your favorite things to cook? Um, tacos. <laughs> the, the, listen, let me just tell you, when you said tacos, jackfruit, Jackfruit was the, like your meals. That was the very first time I ever had jackfruit. So tasty. So tasty. <laughs> I love, I don't know. I love tacos. Yeah. I, so my favorite things to, to make are comfort foods. I like comfort foods, whatever those are. I like making those. Um, but tacos, if I can put it in a taco, you can give me a chickpea. Mm -hmm. and I would be like I bet I can make a chickpea taco <laughs> chickpea taco <laughs> like I just like tacos black bean chickpea cauliflower mm. jackfruit just give me a taco I just like making tacos mm. um I enjoy I really enjoy making the jackfruit tacos because a lot of people rave over those Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I enjoy making those because I know the people that I make them for love them. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's the reaction and this cornbread that everybody raves over. Your cornbread. Um, I like making that uh, or mixing that up. Um, but I would say for me, like my own personal favorite um, has always been my chickpea curry. I will, I don't know. I just, I don't know what it is about it. I just, I just like, this is my favorite, one of my favorite things to, to make. And it's called chickpea what? Curry. Chickpea. Oh yes. I like anything with curry. Anything. With curry. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Well, I love your mac and cheese. I love anything you cook. I mean, any, anything you cook. I don't, I don't know. Yes, I have. I have had the chickpea curry. I love anything you cook. Is there anyone that you know for sure has decided to adopt the plant-based lifestyle because of your, your services that you know of? Um, nobody that I know of. Um, I actually got a review from a guy a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, so when he first started ordering, we had this long conversation. He told me what his goals were. Um, and what he was trying to do. Um, and he was just telling me that it was just, it was a hard transition with his work schedule and, you know, trying to keep up with all the things. Um, so he was telling me that since he has um, been ordering food for me, he's lost 30 pounds. Wow. Um, and he is closer to a complete transition. Um, Although he's not completely transitioned, um, but he's seen the the benefits, and he's saying he said it's made a huge difference to just have his meals already ready, so he doesn't have to think about that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of them. But it, the majority of the people that I meal prep for, I've heard several people say I don't ever plan to be 
vegan or plant-based um but i like this like i've had people say that they have um been able to tell the difference in energy just by substituting one meal a day um so nobody has completely transitioned Mm -hmm. um, because the majority of the people aren't interested in being vegan which is fine because i'm not trying to make them vegan Mm -hmm. um right or right (laughs) um or they i think i have two people that i meal prep for maybe three maybe three that are completely vegan plant-based have you found so there's a couple of vegan or plant-based restaurants in town um what are you you know i know we we really can't give a lot of reviews but my personal one of my i think i'm addicted i I hate to admit it but one of my favorite places is imagine and city and silo has some good stuff there too have you what are your experiences there yes indulge when you don't want to cook where do you go Does that even happen? I'm like, when I don't want to cook, where do I go? When you want a vegan meal in Memphis, where do you go? I don't really. You don't? Um, Usually when I don't want to cook, I make nachos. Okay. Okay. Look, some variation of Mexican food is is what's happening when I don't want to cook. I keep, so usually when I make food for me, and this is sidetrack. I promise I'm gonna come back. Um, usually when I make food for me, I try to keep like cans of beans. Mm-hmm. That way I don't have to go through the whole soaking process. Cause what I do for meal prep, it's always a dry bean. I'm always sorting, soaking, rinsing, all of that. So you always get, um, the majority of things that I make are fresh, um, except for corn. Corn is nine times out of 10 going to be out of a can every single time. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are several restaurants so like if i'm going to brunch i'm absolutely thinking about the beauty shop they um the the people in the beauty shop are the servers are just amazing Mm -hmm. their service is awesome they they're just amazing they've always been accommodating of all the times that i've gone in there to eat i can say hey you know i'm vegan like what do you have Mm -hmm. and every single server has always run down the entire vegan menu um or if it's something on their regular menu that um could have some easy vegan substitutes like they'll suggest those um i remember one time um i don't even know what i ordered but i was like you know that yeah that sounds good and they sent it out they made all the substitutions that i needed um, for it to be vegan and it was amazing so the beauty shop is always my go-to for um, a brunch spot but um it kind of really depends on what's happening because i'm not use usually one that's just going to say i don't feel like cooking let's go to this restaurant Mm-hmm. Um, cause usually the one, the thing that I'm, t- I have a taste for is very specific. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not getting that specific thing, I don't really want it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard of the beauty, the beauty shop. Is it it's, a, a, it's in Cooper thing? Young. I actually plan on, um, one of the things I have up my sleeve this year, um, is to do restaurant reviews to let people know, um, what restaurants they can go to that are vegan friendly to make being a social vegan um, a little bit, a little bit easier in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Have you had Imagine? 
Yes, I've had I had imagined years ago. Um, so I've that. only been once. I love it. It's been a while. I remember enjoying the food that I ate, but it, it's only been once mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that I've actually been in that restaurant. It was years ago. Mm -hmm. I love that place. Oh my gosh, um, City and Silo has some good stuff. Yes. Cafe Eclectic has some good stuff. They're not all, but they have some options. I love. Yes. Yes. Cafe Eclectic is amazing. Their um, their vegan pancakes. <laughs> yes. So, so, yes those pancakes. So yes, oh Cafe yeah. Eclectic City Silo uh, does have some. They have a buffalo cauliflower bowl. Love that. Love it. That's delicious. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to and to kind of backtrack. So not not bashing any of the restaurants in Memphis or anything or saying, you know, that it's just not, not anything I want. Um, I also have an allergy to soy and so there's just diet. So we have to be really careful on where we go. Um, Cause you know, some restaurants or some places will have soy in there yeah. and that's not like, it's already one thing to go to a restaurant that's not completely vegan and say, hey, like what's on this menu that I can eat? And then can you make sure it doesn't have soy in it? So um, yeah. we have to be uh, really, really careful in the the foods that we eat. Okay, okay. That's a whole nother, because so many vegan, so many plant-based restaurants use use soy and it's, yeah, wow, that's tough. So that's a, that's another conversation for off, off, off the record for sure. Okay, well, what's next for you? What a, what a, what's next for you and also, if people who are listening who are in maybe the, the, the Tennessee area or the Memphis area or maybe outside of Tennessee, because you never know, you may get some calls from Delaware or Atlanta, like, look, like, how can I get your services? Tell, the, tell us your specific services and what's next for you. Um, so right now, what's already up and running, of course, is the meal prep. So I do meal prep in the Memphis area. No, I'm not shipping meal prep. I've had people to reach out to me and say, hey, are you shipping? No, I'm not shipping meal prep. Uh, I am working on shipping my chocolate chip cookies. Mm -hmm. um, so that's in the making probably sooner uh, rather than later. Um, and I'm also doing consultation. So I do have people that have reached out to me that said, hey, you know, I want to try the transition to a plant-based lifestyle, but I can't necessarily afford um, to buy meal prep every, you know, every week. That's not budget friendly for me. Completely understandable. Um, so I'm also doing consultation. So for anyone that, um, you know, wants help with creating a meal plan now, these meal plans will not be complete with macros and all that other stuff. That's for the person to come up with. But I will help individuals identify what they already have at home. Mm -hmm. Um, to make vegan meals. For example, I had a consultation earlier today um, and she sent me a list of the foods that she had. She literally took inventory of what was in her kitchen and she sent me a list of things. Mm -hmm. And she was like, this is what I have on hand. And we were able to create 12 different meals um, from that. And depending on how, you, how many different variations of some things you wanted to do, it could have been more than that. And she was like, wow, like, I'm excited. Because she was like, well, I thought I had to go to the grocery store. And I'm like, no, 
I mean, if this is what you have in your house, like you don't have to go anywhere because you just created 12 meals based on what's already in your house. Um, one of my friends called me uh, Friday and she was just like, hey girl, I'm meal prepping, I need your help. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, I think I'm buying, she said, when I go to the grocery store, I feel like we spend way more money than what we need to spend mm-hmm. just in order to have food for the week. So she said, you know, this is what I have. And because she's my friend, I said, you're not going to eat this, the same thing every day. You're not going to eat these three meals every single day. Try again. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you're right. You're right. So based on what she had already planned to buy at the grocery store, I helped her come up with three other meals based on solely what was already on her list of things to buy. So instead of her having breakfast, lunch, and dinner, five days a week, she had uh, two different options for both breakfast, lunch, and dinner to get her through the week. So she could, you know, rotate that and she didn't get bored. She wouldn't get bored with it. Um, So that is um, what I'm offering now. Um, So if anybody is interested in trying to figure out what you already have at home and how you can create meals from that, then reach out to me. I'd be happy to help. Awesome. So meal prep and consultation. Is there any other way that you help that you work with people? Um, Right now, no, not that I will say just yet. That's okay. I totally understand the timing of that. So how can people reach you? Do you have a a page, a landing page, a website, a phone number that people can reach out to you? They're interested in your services? Um, My website is in the making. Um, It I'm trying to get all the things added before I launch that um, so that it'll be running the way that I want it to when it starts. Um, But I am Don't Make Me Vegan across all socials. Um, Facebook, Don't Make Me Vegan. Feel free to like my page. Um, And also on Instagram is Don't Make Me Vegan. Um, If you want to reach out to me any other way you maybe have a question, you can send me a message on either one of those, or um, you can email me at don't make me vegan at gmail.com. And is there an apostrophe between the N and the T or just D-O-N-T? D-O-N-T. Okay. I'm going to put all that in the, in the show notes. So don't make me vegan at gmail.com. Yes. Or they can follow you on Facebook, don't make me vegan, as well as Instagram, don't make me yes. vegan. Awesome. 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 Well, if somebody, you know, this is January and I don't know about you, but I don't really, you know, people make resolutions, whatever, because resolutions really are not really effective, but because by the, by the seventh day, most people have already fallen off, but habits, right? Habits in terms of creating the right habits and maintaining those habits and just, you know, for us to be well, especially as we learned in 2020, um, it's so that's such that needs to be a priority in terms of how we take care of ourselves spiritually, physically, emotionally, relationally, etc. So if somebody needs, if, if there was one thing or two things or three things that you can say to encourage somebody who's saying, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to to get some habits, I'm trying to to have a disciplined mind, I'm trying to, I really want to lose weight, I want to eat better, but I'm struggling because I like. I like this, whatever this is. I can't get rid of that, whatever that is for them. What would you say to them? Um, the very first thing that I would say 
um, is take it one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Every single day is a new opportunity, a new day. You're starting fresh to do whatever it is. So if you didn't get it right today, Mm -hmm. wake up tomorrow and try again. Um, And if you make it to noon and you haven't had any plant-based, any, I mean, any animal, you know, anything, then the next day go till one. Yeah. And the day after that, you know, just keep keep pushing it until you figure out what works for you. Because I think a lot of times we like to, oh, let's do this, 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 and this. And we're trying to make all of these changes mm-hmm. quick. Yep. And it's like, no, like you didn't come up with all these habits overnight. So it's right. going to take longer than overnight to get um, to wherever it is that you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is whatever the, this thing is mm-hmm. for you. Oh, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not ready to give this up. Um, for one of my friends, it's chicken wings. Mm-hmm. She's never going to give up chicken ever in life. Mm-hmm. So she might be, she could probably be whatever the person is that's completely vegan, but also still eats chicken. Mm-hmm. Like what, whatever that's called. Mm-hmm. She could be that person. Um, so for somebody like her, I would say, make that the last thing you let go. Like the very last thing that you transition from. So if you made the transition with everything else, then start to wean yourself off of whatever that thing is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third thing is basically to just make a plan. Mm-hmm. So making a goal without actually having a plan is setting yourself up for failure. So if you have this goal, I want to be or adopt a plant-based lifestyle, but you don't have the steps that you're going to take to make that happen, Mm -hmm. then you're never going to achieve that goal. Right. Um, So create a plan for whatever it is. And if it's, I'm going to do meatless Mondays for three months. Mm -hmm. And once I master meatless Mondays, and I have all these different recipes that I've made on a meatless Monday, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to take those recipes and start to, you know, spread them out over the course of the week. So now I have a meatless Monday and um, I don't even know. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, like a tofu Tuesday, Thursday or something like that, like, so you're adding like all these meals to different days. So it's more realistic for you to achieve it. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend anybody cutting it out cold turkey like I did because mm-hmm. the struggle was real. I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, yeah. So those, those, those would be my, my pieces of advice. Take it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Whatever your thing is, make that the last thing that you give up and then create a plan for whatever your goal is. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you'll probably have many more people reaching out to you. I I, I speak that. I speak that into your life, that many more people will reach out to you, that abundance over your business, that it will continue to just thrive and grow and grow and grow. And you have to pinch yourself like, wait a second, what is happening here? So I am so excited for you. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. Y'all again, don't forget to follow Tarika Nicole at Don't Make Me Vegan on Facebook, Don't Make Me Vegan on IG. And again, you can 
reach out to her for meal prep or consultation at don't make me vegan at gmail.com. And I am thankful for y'all join for you joining the podcast today, ma'am. And and Thanks. my listeners, come back next week for another amazing episode. Talk to y'all soon. All right, bye-bye for now. <laughs>